This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Because I said God is pleased, amen. And that's what worship is, is that we're here to please God, amen, to minister to Him. Thank Pastor Ron and worship team for being sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Um, I want to say happy Father's Day. Pastor Sandy will be uh, here directly. Um, she was a bacon for the boys this morning. So, fellas, uh, we're going to get... Uh, she said, do you think I should make food for the guys? I said, Sandy, food is always appropriate for the guys. You can keep the flowers, the little other stuff. I said, but you give us some food, we're going to be happy, happy, happy. Amen. So, uh, And it's got chocolate in it, so uh, if you don't want yours, I'll take it. Anyway, good to be here this morning. Can somebody bring me my stool? It's summertime. I'm just going to sit down and teach you some things. Uh, I love... Uh, the time frame that we're in now. I have to be honest, I have to keep, uh, uh, the Lord had instructed me, said, now you put your blinders on uh, this summer. It's like a horse, you know. Uh, stuff sometimes that uh, uh, will freak you out if you see stuff behind you or beside of you. Uh, so blinders help you to look at only what's in front of you. And that's especially important when you're, uh, when you're uh, journeying, amen? Uh, how, many of you would, uh, how many of you would like to uh, or prefer to ride with someone that's looking straight ahead than is always looking behind or looking to the side, amen? And this summer is a journey, isn't it? June and July, we are journeying. Uh, now it's not, thank you T, it's not uh, unusual or unscriptural because the Bible many times uh, talked about in Jesus, uh, and Jesus said this to his disciples, he goes, let's go over here, Let, let's go, or not over here, but he said, let's go from here over to there. Uh, he described the kingdom of God, he says, as if a man should take a journey, everybody say, taking a journey. The kingdom of God. So we're taking a journey here in uh, June and July. Now let me say this. We're greatly advantaged uh, if we know and understand and we put into practice uh, this aspect of uh, this truth, this life of being alive unto God. You know, there are two kinds of people in the world. Those that are alive unto God and those that are dead and trespasses and sin. Dead people can't hear, they can't see, they can't do anything to help themselves or anyone else. But people that, that are alive unto God uh, through the rebirth, and that comes by the Spirit of God. You know, except uh, the Spirit of God draw a person, uh, they can never come to, the, uh, to God or to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. That's the work of the Holy Spirit. Uh, and it was his work that it was the Holy Spirit's. It was Holy Spirit's work uh, that that began uh, in us and will complete uh, us. So, as spiritual alive people, you're, we're greatly advantaged to um, 
you know, to uh, uh, be spiritual people. Uh, to let the balance scales, and this is one of the things that will happen this summer, in the balance scale of more or less, uh, is that uh, spiritual... Spiritual supersedes natural. That's divine order. Uh, there's an unseen realm that is a spiritual realm. doesn't mean it isn't real. It's just unseen to the natural eye. But we are aware of that because we don't just have natural eyes. We have our eyes are alive, so they are opened by the Holy Spirit. And we're aware of, we're perceptive of. Uh, that other realm, isn't that right? Not just the natural realm uh, uh, here, but spiritual supersedes natural. Now, listen, when that becomes a reality for us, that is when we experience the supernatural. But we don't experience the supernatural uh, consistently, um, uh, or even occasionally, now listen, um, until we understand that order and we, and we operate within that order. That I want the scales of my life to be heavier, to be more spiritual than the naturals. Because I'm not here to be, uh, the word supersede uh, literally means to come out from and under. All right, and to remove, uh, to replace with something greater. So I'm not here to be dominated by the naturals, but by the spirituals, and the spirituals will supersede the naturals. Let me say this. Say this with me. Say my spirituals. My spirituals. Say it again. My spiritual, my spiritual. Will, will supersede, supersede. my natural. Now, we're, we're not, uh, God's a supernatural God. We're a supernatural people. And the supernatural should be just as natural as the, and more natural than the natural for us. Amen. I hope you were able to write that down. The Lord help you. All right, John 14. Uh, the title of this today is, uh, and I think you have a graphic for that somewhere. It says, show us the Father. And it's in uh, John, the 14th chapter. Uh, this, these chapters, 14, 15, and 16, 17, uh, extremely in, uh, significant in that uh, Jesus wasn't uh, wasting uh, words. He needed to, these were his last words to his disciples before uh, the finishing work of Jesus on the cross and, of course, the resurrection from the dead. And in this discourse, he's, 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 he's saying, I, I'm moving. Say, I'm moving. Uh, and he began to say some things. And Philip said, uh, Master, verse 8, Master, show us the Father. Then we'll be content. And Jesus answered Philip. Jesus to Philip saying, you've been with me all this time, Philip, and you still don't understand. And it's a question. To see me is to see the Father. 
And Lord, we thank you for your words. We thank you for your works today. We thank you for Holy Spirit's work in our life and uh, in revealing uh, to us uh, and showing us the Father in Jesus' name. We give you all the praise and the glory and honor for it. Amen. Now, this being Father's Day, as man, we need to understand that the the uh, the question being asked of us by those around us, uh, by our own children, and by God's children, and the world really is saying, show us the Father. One of the highest callings I believe in life is to, uh, for men, is the calling to Father or to show the Father, both to natural children and to spiritual children. Uh, the uh, so it behooves us as men uh, to follow Jesus' example because he said this. He said, to see me is to see the Father. That should be an objective, a major goal uh, of, our, uh, of our life. You know, there are life goals. Remember Paul said, this one thing I do, this is a life goal for me. This is my one pursuit uh, is to know him. You know, we have to, we have to know the Father and his love for us uh, in order to show the Father and his love uh, through us to others. Now, uh, in uh, it's actually in Ephesians, the sixth chapter, and I'm, I apologize, Blake, for not giving you that scripture. It's overlooked. I want to read this portion of scripture to us, Ephesians, sixth chapter. And verses uh, 1 through 3 in the message, but it says, Children, do what your parents tell you. This is only right. Everyone say, only right. What would a life be like where everything is only right? You know, that's the life God has put together and planned for us. It says, Honor your father and mother is the first commandment that has a promise attached to it. Namely, now this is the promise that is attached to uh, honoring uh, our parents, uh, our father and our mother. Today we're talking about father. It says, So you will live well and have a long life. Tremendously uh, important scripture here it says fathers don't exasperate your children by coming down hard on them take them by the hand and lead them in the way of the master father them show them the father all right uh let's turn over here uh to um hebrews the 12th chapter and we're going to see some things from the word of god here it says what uh that we are to honor uh, our mother and father is first commandment that has a promise attached uh, to it. You know, uh, your father, your mother is God's first choice for your life. So in honoring them, you're really honoring God's first choice. You didn't choose your mom. You didn't choose your dad. You didn't choose your father. God chose. It's like Joseph said Joseph was a good man. You know, well, I'll tell you, he must have been some kind of good for God to choose him to be the major influence to show Jesus the Father's love. Are you listening? Good man really doesn't say it. Uh, 
uh, quite does it. There's good, and then there's good. Amen. But God's first choice for your life, if his, his first choice, His will and His way is in giving you a father. Nobody got here without a father. Are, are you listening? Amen. Now, now, understand that we live in a world that's, uh, you know, damaged. We live in a world that is uh, dysfunctional. Uh, doesn't always work the way that God originally intended it. However, uh, uh, God knew all of that, factored all of that in, even human mistakes, all of these things, you know. Uh, and, uh, uh, and I've made plenty of mistakes as a father. Amen. Now, I'm not a mistake, and neither are you. We're not. You never, you're never be labeled by God that you were a mistake. No matter what the natural circumstance or the natural father in our lives, what they did or did, their, our responsibility as men is to show our children the father. But if we've never been fathered that way, we will not father that way. We'll father how we were fathered. Uh, could I get a hearty amen right there? All right. Uh, but our choice as, as people that, uh, uh, and fathers that are alive unto God is to take this seriously and say, oh, I want to show the Father. By allow- and I can only do that by knowing the Father for myself and then showing Him to others. But God's choosing a Father to father you. Uh, and, a, and we must believe this and, and in a healthy way and in a godly uh, relationship of father and his children, father and his family. I believe this, that that, uh, Father God was involved also in our father's choices. And I'm talking about in a healthy way. You may have a very negative and a very unhealthy perspective and uh, uh, an experience with a natural father. Are you listening? However, uh, that cannot be cast over unto God. We're going to have to... And the devil's very purposeful in, in his design in destroying families, and he goes to the head, scat, you know, strike the shepherd, and the sheep will be scattered. Same principle that Jesus quoted. So, uh, you know, uh, a lot of times, I heard Kenneth Copeland say this. It was kind of humorous, but it's absolutely true. He says, well, I w- if I had been him, I wouldn't have done it that way. He said, silly, if you were him, you'd done it exactly like he did it because you were him. Amen. And there's a saying, you know, he is his father's son. Uh, you know, we're not going to rise above, uh, you know, uh, um, how we've been influenced, how we've been taught, how we've been exampled in life. That's why it's important, you know, uh, when you do have the choice to choose something better. Amen. Because God, it says, even when our mother and our father forsake us, said God will take you up. Well, Father God will take you up. Amen. And he'll put some skin on his fatherhood in your life. Because we, the design was that, uh, you know, that all through your life, the divine design is this year. Uh, you know, the children are not going to outlive the parents. The, the, I mean, the parents are not going to outlive the children. The sons and daughters will bury the fathers and the mothers. So then all through your life you would have, up and you know, until their death, you would have uh, a living, breathing, uh, with skin on, uh, father and mother. And that love, that influence, that uh, divine design operating in our lives. Could you say amen? All right. 
Uh, so don't be fatherless. Uh, God has a father for you, both naturally and spiritually. Amen. Because it really is. Now, here's the thing. Such a spiritual uh, thing because of this. You know, they're, they're, you know it, it only takes a male, you know, to produce a seed that will uh, conceive a child. But it takes a father. Are you listening? From a father's heart to father that child. Correctly to show them the Father. So, which is more important, the spiritual or the natural? I say spiritual supersedes the natural. Right now, now listen, and this is a supernatural thing for your life and a healing, even here today while I'm speaking, that God, if there was incorrectness, inappropriateness, if that has left you wounded and scarred, God can heal you today. And it will be a supernatural thing to realize that there is a spiritual father. And there's a spiritual dynamic of the supernatural love of God that will supersede all that natural stuff. Praise God. Amen. Isaiah 65 uh, uh, tells us this. You know, I've turned there, but it says this. Uh, he says, pay, a, pay close attention to what I'm doing now. All the bad and the hurt and all the things of the past to be forgotten. Amen. But anticipate with joy uh, the new that I am creating. Amen. It's so wonderful. God's mercies are brand new. And at any time we can catch a hold of those things and things can change. Everything can change. Amen. All right. That's for someone. I hope you'll appropriate that today by faith. Say, Lord, that was me. I'll take that. I just simply take that from you. Amen. Now, again, in a healthy and godly relationship, I, I believe this. You know, my, I, can, I can say uh, my dad was a good man. He wasn't always a godly man, but my dad was a good man. And I acknowledge his choice, God's choice for me of, of, uh, of that man. Amen. And there were many, many, many good, good things uh, that uh, uh, that showed me even here in later years uh, the Father through the Father that God chose for me. You know Hebrews twelve. You're over there right now, right? In uh, verse down uh, uh, about ten or so, uh, it says, "Or have you forgot?" Let me put this. It says so. Don't feel sorry for yourselves. Uh, or have you forgotten how good parents treat children, and that God regards you as His children? My dear child, don't shrug off God's discipline, don't, but don't be crushed by it either. You know, we, it was a, a humorous uh, video that we just watched, but what's the essence of that? You know, a real father doesn't say, I don't care. You're on your own. Do your own thing. What difference does it make? You don't matter. It's not important what happens to you or how things come, turn out for you. That's the message. It's cloaked in humor, but a real dad would say, uh-uh, no, that isn't right. And I'm telling you that because I do care about you and what happens to you. Because you are important, and you do matter. And how you turn out does make a big difference. Amen? All right? So, uh, my child, don't shrug off God's discipline, but don't be crushed by it either. It's the child he loves that he disciplines, the child he embraces he also corrects. God is educating you. That's why you must never drop out. He's treating you as dear children. And see, this is the thing, you know, in a church like this, because, you know, I don't, uh, I, you know, 
people, um, you know, think that, that uh, and we have to be careful of this because you need to understand this, you know, that a healthy balance in this is, yes, you do honor and respect, you know, uh, those that God has given res- responsibility for your lives for, all right? Uh, we, uh, but uh, I, um, you know, the pastor in this church is just like, uh, you know, growing up, God's family, just like growing up the family he gave me naturally, it's the same way spiritually. Uh, and he gave us grace for that, and he gives us grace for this. What you're looking at with Pastor Sandy and I, because it's just the grace of God. Now, we don't take that lightly, but it is the grace of God, because we've accepted a responsibility. He made us this way. This is his choice for our lives, and we decide to agree with him and to align uh, with this assignment, but it's a joy for us. It isn't, you know, uh, you know, with our natural children, we learned, we used so many silver bullets. We had a silver bullet factory, you know, uh, if I had it to do all over again. And I do in some ways, uh, you know, with spiritual children is I save my silver bullets for the real important stuff. Amen. The world's not going to cave in, you know, if you don't close the door. Are you listening? And if we raise our voice sometimes say close the door to the devil, now that's a different story. Amen. But it would only be, you know, uh, Pat said now we're talking about situation that, uh, you know, uh, in fathering and mothering, you know, sin said, well, I, I saw this, God showed me this and that. And I said, and I told her, I says, well, sin, I said, don't you think that it would be better for us right now to pray before we say? Let's just pray before we say. Amen. And the only time we're going to say is if they ask us. Amen. Anyhow, let's move right along here. Uh, God is educating you. That's why you must never drop out. Uh, You know, um, uh, I remember when I was young, you know, well, I'll just run away. And did several times. Came back, but ran away. <laughs> Amen. You get fur enough out there, you realize it wasn't so bad back there. <laughs> Amen. Anyhow, do you know there are people that run away from God's education and God's training and God's discipline and God's correcting in a spiritual sense because it's a whole lot easier. Amen. But they've gotten so used to not being fathered that they decide that a fatherless life is better. I beg to differ. Amen. I would much rather be fathered if that means discipline, correction, adjustments, education, training, all of that. This says he's tr- because he's treating you as dear children. This trouble you're in isn't punishment. It's training. The normal experience of children. Well, God, if you love me, you'd get me out of my mess. Let's take, let's pull this portion out of that sentence. If God loves you, it's not up for question. He does. All right? He gets you out of, he absolutely can. Doesn't matter. Whatever the situation, you know, uh, this mess is qualified by my mess. And that's the most important part. It's my mess. And you're not going to get out of that mess until we have an acknowledgement that God says, let's not repeat this again. 
You know, there are some things that the Bible says, you know, you deliver a foolish person, you have to keep on delivering them out of their foolishness. It'd be better uh, for correction to uh, deal decisively with the foolish. It says foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child, but the rod of correction. We can't go off on that now, can we? Amen. Thy rod and thy staff comfort me. Amen. You're the shepherd of my life, and you will grab my leg with your hook and pull me back. But that rod, you know, uh, well, I remember my great-grandmother, uh, they'd give me a licking, and, and she said, oh, that belt is for beast. Amen. But I thank God, you know, that belt put the fear of something in me. <laughs> there, there, there was going to be pain involved. Are you listening? Uh, in certain activities and choices that was much less severe, a little smarting on the place where the smarten up is supposed to be. Amen. Uh, you know, versus the consequences. If you don't quit running across that road, are you listening? You heard your parents say, you don't quit running across that road, you're going to get hit by a car. And I'm not going to tell you again, they ca- and then they catch you and give you a spanking for that. Are you listening? That enforces the message. Well, I'd rather get spanked than run over. I got to move right along here. I mean, Lord have mercy. All right. So here we, here we see training and words and works. This is God preparing us, leading and guiding us and shaping us. Everybody's shaping us. According to the Father's purpose and plan. It says, oh, would you? It says, only irresponsible parents leave children to fend for themselves. Would you prefer an irresponsible God? We respect our own parents for training and not spoiling us, so why not embrace God's training so we can truly live? Now, this is an important phrase I want to pull out. While we were children, our parents, let me see here, uh, did what seemed best to them, but God is doing what is best for us Training us to live God's holy best. Amen. Uh, I was reminded by the Holy Spirit this week. It was just such a gift. I'll tell you, this summer has been such a a special time, a significant time. It was such a gift. The Lord reminded me of my own dad, and I want to honor him uh, uh, today. Um, You know, my dad moved to heaven uh, nearly 13 years ago in uh, September of this year. Uh, but there was a very special summer. How many of you know the work of Holy Spirit in our life is to not just show us things uh, uh, to come, but also uh, to remind us of uh, things that uh, that He was, that God was involved in, that God was speaking in. Even maybe we did not realize it or hear it at the time, but there's a supernatural recall. The Bible says that uh, Jesus said this. He said, a man in the kingdom of God will take he said there's old treasure and there's new treasure amen and this was a just a treasured uh memory that the that holy spirit reminded me of uh there was a very special summer in particular uh when i was 10 years old and we moved uh we had never moved before brought up born brought up same town uh lived there for 10 years uh, well-established. Uh, it would be a Americana at its best, a typical small town, uh, uh, you know, uh, typical American family. Uh, 
Up north, uh, as you know, some of you know that uh, I'm from New England. Anyway, um, uh, school doesn't get out there until June. And just uh, as school, probably a week before school got out, um, uh, my parents announced, we're moving. And uh, uh, from here uh, to there. Now, here was, you know, we were townies. Everybody say townies. We were townies. Uh, and it was a place that we'd always known and familiar, uh, the places, the faces, all of that, your childhood bringing up. And it was wonderful. Uh, you know, uh, there was, uh, to a natural uh, child's mind, it's like, well, why in the world would we leave such good? You know, nothing could be better than this. We'd kick, play kick the can and baseball and swim down in the, uh, you all would never swim in a, in a, in a creek like that, because it'd take your breath away. I mean, it is cold up there. The water's 55 degrees, and the hottest day on the summer, amen. But anyway, uh, they said we're moving from here to there. And then there was just someplace new. It was a new town. Uh, and in that case, we were moving to a farm. We were going to be out in the country. It was a, it was suddenly... And, and I appreciate my folks for this because it was not a long lead-up time for us as children. It just said, you know, uh, this is your last summer here. This is your last school year here. Make the best of, uh, of that because we're moving. And they began, though, to create. They didn't give us much time to think about the old and what we were leaving. They began to create an anticipation in us. They were excited. They were uh, Enthused. They were, um, uh, had an anticipation for the new, and they were looking ahead to that with joy. Well, that spread over our whole family. Take a lesson from this, folks. Now, you know, uh, as a father, especially men in here, you know, we set the tone. That's mama's castle, but I'm going to tell you what now. Uh, you know, uh, in, in the environment of the home and all that, but the dad sets the tone. Uh, you, you and I uh, decide whether it rains or the sun shines when we get in that house and for that family. Amen. We lead our family spiritually. Uh, I believe emotionally uh, and, uh, uh, you know, uh, and naturally. Uh, but anyway, I mean, suddenly it was happening to us. And I did not realize the extent of what was happening for us or, or for us, you know. I never knew up until then, you know. Uh, and um, maybe more now uh, by the Holy Spirit's uh, help especially, what was in my father's heart all along. That his life dream uh, of uh, being a farmer, um, it was not only his dream, but it was his dream for his family. That was the context. Uh, and I know that by the Spirit of God uh, to be His absolute will for our life. The Lord really healed me significantly and deeply uh, here in Alabama. I've been a Christian for, you know, 20-something uh, years. And uh, um, I was faced with a, a circumstance, a situation that was putting pressure on a thing that was uh, from the outside that was putting pressure on a thing. Uh, on the inside, and I didn't even know it. And the Lord questioned me one time, I was sitting on the back porch, you know, doing my Bible reading, spending my time with God. And the Lord had a meeting coming up, you know, a church meeting with Dr. Vickers and thing. And I dreaded it. Man, I just, I just like, you know. And the Lord said, what is that? Why is it? What's this? 
And I said, you know, well, to, you know, when God pulls you up close to him, and I'll tell you, he will pull you up close when you draw near. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you'll hear him. It's easier to hear somebody near to them than far off, busy, you know, text me. No, he wants to talk to you. Anyway, he said, what is this, this dread, this fear, this thing, you know? And I said, well, honestly, and see, when, when God, he'll deal with things at just the right time, it's so easy then to be honest because you see it. You don't even know what it is until that moment, but then you see it. And it was like I saw I said, you know, be honest with you. I said, you know, I just feel like I don't measure up. Uh, I'm going to go down there. I'm inadequate again, you know, the numbers, this and that and the other thing. And he said, well, where'd that come from? And he took me all the way back, you know, to, uh, to some of the messages from my natural dad where it was, uh, you know, you don't measure up, you know, you're not good enough, uh, all of that. And he said, do you realize, son, he said that, uh, uh, he said, uh, he said that I chose your parents. I said, yes, sir. He said, and I uh, chose the place that you would be born, the time that you would be born. He said, you know, he said, I put you... He said, uh, with people uh, that moved you to a farm, and that's the world that you know and understand. He said, first of all, quit arguing with me. He said, oh, he said, that's, he said, uh, that's the world that I'm going to speak to you out of. And he also said this, he said, but do you also realize that when I created you, he said, I stamped your life with very good. Not just good, but very good. Man, I'm telling you, that got way down. See, we need some way down stuff. If your roots are going to go down deep in the love of God, it's going to touch some things. Amen. And get you free. Where you can know the truth and get and free. You know, I'm freer than I've ever been because I know truth like I've never known it before. Amen. Now listen. Uh, the reason why that was so special is, is uh, that move that summer, uh, that June and July time, because it was a transition to a transformation of our lives. It was so significant in shaping my own life and my identity, that who and what and where I am even today, uh, you know, that, that is a part uh, of my knowing God uh, and my making God known, you know. Uh, it was just a short journey. Physically, it was inside of 20 miles, a short distance. It was a short time frame. June and July, you know, was uh, uh, we hadn't made that move because uh, uh, school didn't get out up there till later June. So it was announced in June we began. The move was completed by, completed by the end of July. Uh, that move, that journey uh, from here to there. But I'm going to tell you something. Now, listen. And this is a phrase that I want you to catch because this is the emphasis that God, and it's a supernatural thing. Everything changed. Absolutely everything changed. There was not one thing there that was like here. There was not one thing uh, when we got there that was like where we came from, where we, where we were, here. Are you listening? Everything was new. I mean, absolutely everything. You know, this was a supernatural recollection for me by 
Holy Spirit. For, and, and he reminded he said he said, for likewise, this is a special summer and it is a significant time. It's not a natural move, but it is a spiritual uh, thing. We're on the, in a June-July journey from a place and a grace uh, that was here to a new place and a new grace that God simply is called by God there. Now, the, here's what's important. We will hear things and we will see things there that, we could, that could never be seen or heard here. Consequently, there will be believings and receivings out of this that will be possible there that could never be possible here. You need to hear what I'm telling you now. For there, what was impossible here will be possible there. You know, it's a supernatural move in a new position, uh, which will bring a new perspective spiritually, and then it will supersede the natural. So spirituals in this will supersede the natural. Because the divine order of things are, say this with me, spiritual things first, natural things follow. They're a reflection. Amen. They're the fruit. The root is spiritual. The fruit is natural. Are you hearing? Now, uh, there's a spiritual journey. Uh, You know, the spirit, again, I said the spiritual life to God, perceive these things. Now, uh, and this journey isn't alone. It's with Father God. Amen. As a child, I simply said, you know, they announced said we're moving, you know. Well, then I can't stay here if my father is moving there. <laughs> Amen. As a child, I'm going to believe and receive the kingdom of God. That as a child, I realize, well, don't leave me behind, even though this is really good. And I says, well, I have something better. I've dreamed of something better. You know, uh, a father who knows, and, and the Bible says, as our natural parents did what seemed best to them. And I believe this. That's why it's important why we need to walk with God as moms and dads. Uh, and, you know, uh, and, and still we only can do what seems best to us. But I believe that that same can come up a level if we're following God and invite people to follow uh, us, are you listening? Realize that our decisions affect those that are following us, all right? Uh, but it says, but there is a God who does know and who does what's actually best for us in, the, in light of kingdom things. And you know, there, there are shades of light, aren't there? Amen. I was thinking about, you know, I, I love to uh, be around people that walked with the Lord. I love to listen to teachers that have been with the Lord longer than I have because there's a different shade of light. Now, how I know that is that, that by, by Holy Spirit's power, uh, um, what he has worked in them, the light that's in them, their outshining of that pulls me up into that, and I see things better than I've ever seen them. Why? You, you need to understand that. Amen. Get around folks that are walking with God. Have more of God than you do. Amen. <clears throat> and be in the light as Christ is in the light. Amen. All right. There is a place where everything changed. I mean, there are point, there, this is a journey where everything changed.
uh, changed. When we get there, you'll find everything has changed. All right. Now, Lord spoke this this morning uh, because a journey you don't, you know, you, where he's God loves to conceal things. He really does to hide things, not from us, but for us. And then he loves to just start, you know, putting jelly beans down. Just follow the jelly bean trail. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he loves to start giving us hints. Uh, showing us signposts on the life map uh, of his will and his purpose for our life. The Lord spoke this to me this morning. Uh, the Father says, my everything changed place and grace uh, is this is a summer of everything changed. It's now listen. It's all there, waiting on you. What's there? His everything changed. A life to live that you never dreamed of, but I have. This is God talking. It is a life to live that you never dreamed of, but I have. I've dreamed it for both of us, and now it's finally happening for us both. It's happening now. And it's our Father's love dream. Amen. Uh, I hope I've been able to convey by the Holy Spirit's help into your uh, life um, the things that you needed uh, maybe to encourage you. You know, this is a walk by faith. It isn't a walk by sight. God loves to train us in faith. Isn't that right? That there is better than here. And I also realize that, that we're in a transitioning to a transformation. And it's not just any transformation. It is everything changed. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.